What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm in Tech Podcast. Welcome to another review of The Wealth Choice by um, The Secret Success of Black Millionaires. And today we're going to be discussing the nine laws of wealth. And so one thing that I put in into practice starting today is I have to affirm that money comes to me easily. So that's one of the um, affirmations that I want um, to start off this particular podcast with. <clears throat> I'm going to say this 10 times. And uh, really, when you practice mantras or when you practice uh, what we call neuro-linguistic programming, this is something that you want to do hundreds of times, thousands of times. Uh, meditation, visualizing yourself, uh, receiving money, receiving funds, receiving success, receiving the job that you want or having the company that you want come to fruition. So I'm gonna start my affirmation now. Money comes to me easily. 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 So ladies and gentlemen, those are they uh, the the ten um, examples of you know neuro linguistic programming, programming your mind for success, programming your mind for wealth consciousness. As we discussed before, um, the difference between wealth and poverty is a mindset. So your mindset has to do with: Do you believe that you are born to be rich and wealthier? Do you believe you are born to be poor and you're just going to die poor because you grew up in poverty or you're black, so you're disprivileged, or you may have grown up in a not so great area, or you don't have all the skills that you want to have, or you may be too old, uh, too close to retirement to turn it around. All of those things have to do with a wealth versus poverty mindset. So today, we have a very special uh, discussion that we're going to be having today, and this is about the nine laws of wealth. So let me pull this up so we can start this discussion on this. And one thing that he talks about is wealth begins in the mind, but ends in the purse. <laughs> so wealth starts in your mind and that's that's where it starts. It has to start here and it'll end up in your in your wallet a little bit later. So let's start with the mind and then we'll get to the wallet later all right so that's just something to uh, keep in mind all right so let's begin right 
So you have to make a decision now. This is the second law of wealth. The second law of wealth is resolve now that you will not be poor. The greatest of evils and the worst of crimes is poverty. Our first duty, a duty to which every other consideration should be sacrificed, is not to be poor by George Bernard Shaw. Okay, so that's a really deep law to put into your mind is that you have to make a a, a mindset, a change, a decision that I will not be poor. I will not be broke. I will not have less than what I deserve. And when you have that mindset and when you have that law placed into your mind, then there's no way that you'll ever end up homeless. There's no way you'll ever end up on the street. There's no way you'll ever end up without having a source of income. So that's the second law of wealth. Resolve now that you will never be poor. Okay. So that's one of the laws, which I really enjoy. And, um, Let's uh, continue. So, All right. So millionaire lesson number two, abundance is your destiny. Rid yourself of the poverty mentality. Money goes wherever it is welcome. Decide that you will be a good steward of the money you possess. As a result, more money will be added onto you. All right. So that's a lesson from our millionaires. All right. Again, prosperity begins in the mind, but it ends up in the wallet. All right. Now, Another law that we want to talk about is going to be this. You can find this on page 85. Wealth creation concerns not only what you know, but on what you do. And what you do is easier than what you think. As eloquently stated by the writer and social commentator George Gilder, the very process of creating wealth is the best possible education for creating more wealth. Economic security is not attained by the possession of money alone. It is attracted by the service one renders for useful service may be converted into all forms of human needs with or without the use of money. Those who have attained economic security have done so not because they control a vast fortune, but because they provide employment opportunities, satisfy a need or want, or provide goods and services to society. In short, they add value. It is in this manner that all enduring economic security must be attained. Business philosopher Jim Rohn postulated, becoming a millionaire is not that difficult and it is not the most important thing. The most important aspect of becoming a millionaire is the person that you must become in order to accumulate a million dollars in the first place. So that's definitely 
something that you want to keep in mind is that becoming a millionaire is not that hard. And I think for a lot of people, that goes back to the poverty versus a wealthy mindset. Because when you grow up and you live check to check, or you live, you know, just working your nine to five, or if you have a small business and you make a few thousand dollars a week, your, your mind still has not gone to that place where it's normal for you to see millions of dollars in your bank account. So that's one of the meditations that I've created as a part of my school, Amirai University, as a part of our wealth mindset training, we have a meditation that we do where we visualize ourselves signing into our bank accounts, whether we're doing it on the internet or going to uh, our app and we're looking at our checking account, our business checking and our business savings, and we're seeing millions of dollars in our accounts. So it, again, remember that they said, you know, prosperity starts in the mind and then it ends up in the wallet. Okay, so we have to use uh, mental programming, neuro-linguistic programming, visualization techniques, meditation techniques, affirmations, and that's what's gonna get the ball rolling. Um, that's not a substitute for work, right? Because it's not about what you know, it's about what you do. So it doesn't matter how much we sit around and talk about prosperity and being millionaires and being billionaires and trillionaires, we have to take action. And that's the key difference because it's not about making your first million dollars. It's about what type of person do you have to become to make your first million dollars? What type of person do you have to become that provides that number, that level of value, right? Because it's not necessarily that, okay, once you make that million dollars, you're not going to always be a millionaire or be this vast, you know, executive forever. You have to continue adding a value, whether you're providing a service, whether you're helping people, uh, changing the world, you have to be adding some type of value. And that's where that million dollar comes from. It comes from that, that value that you, that you add to the world. And so, um, it starts in the mind and it ends up in the wallet, right? So with that being, with that being said, um, let's move on to the next law of wealth. Believe in yourself when no one else will. The third law of wealth. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can feel the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son, Rudyard Kipling. What miracles a steadfast faith has performed. No philosophy or course of action would allow people to achieve a goal if they believe they cannot. Conversely, who or what can defeat the man or woman empowered by faith? In essence, they can't be talked down, written down, or moved off course. Poverty cannot dishearten them and misfortune cannot deter them. Faith, it has been said, is the best substitute for our friends, pedigree, influence, and capital. It has mastered more obstacles, overcome more difficulties, and enable more millionaires than any other human quality. Faith binds the hopeful to their task until their deeds are accomplished. Faith is something within which does not guess but knows. 
It knows because it sees what we can only envision. Faith carries in its nature a power that controls and demands, a force that inspires audacity and heroic courage. Faith is the prophet within, the divine messenger appointed to guide us through life at the very moment when we will lose heart and waver. Faith sees resources, untapped powers, unlimited possibilities, and potential that doubt and fear conceal. Faith is assured and never afraid because it sees a way out and uncovers a solution to every problem. All that endures, everything that stands the test of time, has been carved out of the bedrock of faith. There is no medicine like faith, no elixir so effective, and no tonic so powerful as the positive expectation of a brighter tomorrow. It is this dreaming, this hoping, and this promise for the future that bolsters our courage, enlightens our burdens, and clears the way. The apostle St. Paul of Ephesus, who was obliged to fold tents for his daily bread, explained the life-changing power of this spiritual force when he rhetorically asked, who can estimate the power of our faith? Faith provides both the power and the glory. So that's the set, the third law of wealth. Remember the first one was make, make up your mind that you will never be broke again. That's the second law. I got to find the first one because I skipped over the first one. The second, the third one is your faith, right? Believe in yourself when nobody else will believe in you. When your friends don't believe in you, when your family doesn't believe in you, even when you are dealing with people in corporate America and you may have a dream or a vision or a goal and they don't believe in you, believe in you first. And like the apostle Paul said, who can estimate the power of our faith? Who can estimate it? Because it's so powerful. It's a spiritual force that it, it can't even be measured in terms of, you know, what we can quantify it as. What is faith? How strong is your faith in yourself and your dream and your vision? And that's what will take your vision from your mind to the world, your level of faith, your level of belief in yourself. And this is why it all goes back to the mind. Everything that we've been talking about on our past three videos, it has all, all been about the mind. Okay. So remember we said it starts in the mind and it ends up in the wallet. <laughs> That's what we said. So we really have to work on our mindsets every single day. We have to, we really have to work with this because we don't realize how powerful this is. And we, we get caught up in other people's opinions, other people's money, how much money they're making. We might have something bad happen to us. Like I could tell you guys, my car broke down, I want to say in May. And that was like completely left field for me. So I didn't allow that to stop me. You know why? Because I still have faith. I have faith that literally all I got to do is go get me a job, go do an interview. And I had an interview. Let me tell you guys about my interview. So I wasn't even going to take this interview because I didn't feel like I was ready. Um, and it's so crazy that that interview, I was literally going to tell them, like, look, I'm not ready. I was going to make up an excuse and say, look, I'm not feeling good today. Can we reschedule? And something in me told me, you know what? Just go ahead and do it. Just do it because just do it. And I did it. And 
it was probably one of the best interviews that I ever had. And immediately after I got off that phone call, I got a, a, a text message from my recruiter and she let me know they they're all in. They want you on their team. They're sending over the offer right now. And literally the next morning I had an offer from that interview. So this is what what we talk about faith, belief in yourself. Um, sometimes we can have low self-esteem. That's something I always struggle with growing up. And as I've gotten older and I've learned more about psychology and how to change my thinking, how to change how, I, first of all, how I think about myself and how I feel about myself, then that started to change how other people felt about me. So that interview is the reason why, you know, I'm here. Another example why I'm here today, because I'm telling you guys, I've went into so many corporate interviews and I might be the only black person there, um, the youngest person there, but they'll like me and offer me a job, you know? So, you know, you can't even think about the fact that you're black. You can't even think about the fact that you're a black male or that you're young or that you don't have as much experience as the next person or that you may not feel as confident in your abilities as you would like to. You can't even that can't even be here in the front of your mind. It has to be, I have faith in myself and I'm going to get this job or I'm going to get this million dollars. I'm going to get approved. That's the mindset that you have to have every single day. And so that's where faith comes in because you have to believe in yourself when no one else will. Right. So um, just giving you an example um, of this is Kathy Hughes. Has anybody heard of Kathy Hughes? So Kathy Hughes um, is one of the richest black women in America, and she actually was a teenage mother. So for all the women listening, just because you have a baby when you're a teenager, it doesn't mean you cannot be America's next greatest millionaire in a couple of years. OK, so she didn't allow that to stop her from getting to where she wanted to be because she had faith in herself. So um, she created an African-American radio network called Radio One. And they have actually called her the most powerful woman in radio. Her name is Kathy Hughes. And um, since purchasing her first radio station in 1980, she now owns more than 70 stations in a variety of urban markets. She is the first female owner to operate a radio station ranked number one in any major market. And she is the first African-American female to head a publicly traded company. So. Um, she says she dismisses her struggles from being homeless to have to being a single parent to banks that refuse to learn her loan her much needed capital. She says you survive because you are doing something that you love. It wasn't tough on me when I was going through it and go through it. She did. All right. So this black woman, you know, she created a black owned network. She's number one and she owns over 70 radio stations and she did it, you know, just through faith. So she didn't allow being homeless or being denied by banks or anything like that to stop her from doing what she wanted to do. All right. So she's a great example of that. Now let's go to the next, the next law of wealth. All right. Now, 
before we do the next of all, let's let's get at millionaire lesson number four real quick. Let's put that on the record. So millionaire lesson number four, when you make up your mind that you are done with poverty, that, that you will have nothing more to do with it, that you are going to erase every trait of it from your appearance, your manner, your speech, your actions, your home, your associates, that you are no longer going to tolerate poverty or put up with it, and that you have charted a new direction centered separately on competence and independence, and that nothing on earth can turn you from your goal, you will be amazed to discover a newfound power replete with confidence, reassurance, self-respect, and prosperity. Resolve within that wealth is your divine destiny, okay? So we are we are destined to become wealthy. We are destined to become rich. We are destined to become prosperous. We are we are destined to become number one at everything that we do. So always remember your God given destiny and your God given talents. Um, the fourth law of wealth is to your own self be true. Find your unique gifts. The fourth law of wealth: Don't follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and lead and lead a trail. All right. So that's, you know, self-explanatory, really. Um, we have to be willing to figure out who we are and to figure out what we're good at and what we're not good at. And sometimes it's kind of painful to to try things and not be good at them. And, um, you know, it's a process every day. Like even me at work, I'm not the best computer scientist in the world. I'm nowhere near the best computer scientist in the world, but I'm getting better every day. Um, so that's what you have to do. That has to be your mindset is you have to find something unique, your gifts, what you feel like you're uh, made by God to do. And then you just have to keep practicing and keep trying and keep trying to get better and don't get discouraged even when your best is not you know, what you would like it to be. All right. So that's the fourth law of wealth. Let's get to the fifth one and then I'll open up the panel because I'll save the other four for another show. Um, there is nothing standing in your way to do what you want to do, provided that you know what you want to do. You must come to grips with what you want and what you are capable of doing. What's your passion? Will you be an employee or an employer? Okay, what do you wanna do? That's the question. Millionaires understand that they possess innate talents and gifts. They accentuate their positive strengths and skills. They refuse to permit what they can't do to interfere with what they can do, what they are uniquely gifted to do. How may I serve thee? The fifth law of wealth. Dr. King and I integrated the lunch counter, but we never integrated the dollar. And to live in a system of free enterprise and yet not to understand the rules of free enterprise, that's the definition of slavery. So again, um, have faith in yourself, have faith in your unique talents, resolve not to be poor ever again, and also serve others. Those are the first four laws of wealth. So that's what I have for you so far today. I don't want to uh, go through this book too quickly. Um, 
but thank you guys for all the positive messages in the chat. <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, you know, this is really key information and right on time. So if anybody wants to come up, um, the link is posted. Um, but yeah, you know, this is really, this is really good for me because, um, I'm starting a new project where, you know, basically we're just, it's just like YouTube. Uh, but just to have the faith to say, look, I can create something that can one day be in the same league as a YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, that mindset, that faith, it, it takes just a little bit. And then once you start working, once you get started, once you get into it, get into the dream of it, then the rest of it is just work, just straight work. So um, also um, I'm working on a documentary. So that's something that I'm working on. And just all these ideas that I've had for a long time, for a, the reason why I have these ideas, but I never finish them is because I lack faith. So I learned that about myself. Uh, a long time ago, actually. I've always had that problem. So definitely new laws to put into our minds. <laughs> so what's up, um, keeping it plain? Hey, what's going on, Rob? Hey, man, that's, I, I, you know, I always dig your, uh, dig your shows when you're talking about, you know, personal wealth and talking about um, self-development, personal development. I mean, those... Uh, those laws that you gave earlier, it always refer back to personal development and self-development and, uh, you know, um, uh, reshaping your mind and changing your thought patterns on a day-to-day -day basis so you can uh, become that person that you desire to become. Mm -hmm. And um, It's a process. So it's not something that you wake up to and you try to be that the next day, but you can start and change, you know, change, just start changing the way you think and start changing the way that you that you look at things. And uh, once you start that, hey, man, you know, you're on your way to uh, bigger and better things. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I never try to talk to people about, who, you know, about, you know, taking it, from going from zero to 100, because sometimes that's hard, you know, to think like that. And, you know, especially when you, you know, you haven't, you know, you don't have no experience at, at, at setting goals and achieving goals. So sometimes you have to you have to take it real slow and real easy and, and, and build your momentum up and uh, to become that person that you look into. Huh? Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy. So it's because, you know, definitely you have you have formed a lot of bad habits over the course of your lifetime. You know, how long have, how long you have been living? You know, it's um, you know, good habits so like they always say, good habits are, are hard to form but easy to live with. Bad habits are easy to form but very difficult to live with. So you just have to you have to be real careful, you know, how you um how you go about you know your your daily life. So mm -hmm. yeah, and what did you think about um what, what he was saying about like believing in yourself even when nobody else believes in you? Like faith is the most powerful spiritual weapon that we have what do you think about that when it comes to money oh yeah of course i mean hitting right on the head you know because look nobody no, no one's no one's gonna be there in in those probably probably be with you during those dark and, and, and down times but yourself and you're gonna have to know how to communicate with yourself 
and be able to pull yourself and will yourself so you can be able to will the things that you have, that the goals that you have uh, set before you to be able to will those into existence. So, but if you're waiting on someone to, to motivate you or things like that, you have to take accountability for all of that and be a self-starter, a self-motivator, one that's um, willing to come in early, stay late, and make sure that the job is done. So if you don't if you don't have that in you, then you know you're kidding yourself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you are. And you know what else he said that I thought was funny? <laughs> he said, um, he said it's not that hard to become a millionaire because <laughs> he was like, for us, you know, because we we have this poverty mindset that's so ingrained in us from childhood to adulthood. Yes. Uh, where it's like it's unfathomable for us to think in large, you know what I'm saying? Like even with me, like me saying I make six figures, that's like a problem for certain people. And it's yes. like, like I remember when I first um, got into my career and I saw how much money people was making, and I was like, forty dollars an hour? What? Fifty dollars an hour? What? Eighty dollars an hour? What? And the number just keeps going up. You know, because it, depending on what skills you have, it's going to go up and go up and go up. Like there are certain people that make a million dollars a year. So um, my point is like that poverty mindset is so ingrained. I think in, I think it's ingrained in every everybody, honestly, regardless of black or white. I think it's ingrained in everybody because, um, you know, we we look at certain people as like celebrities or um politicians or movie stars we look at them like they're on a pedestal like you know we could never you know surpass them or even come close to them so can you talk about the poverty mindset like what like does that start in childhood um does it start when you are a young parent or like you know and and then how do people cut that poverty mindset off like what are the, what are some solutions to stop that well you know everything is taught you know at a young age uh, uh, Ra and um, um, yeah, definitely is taught to you at a young age, and um, you know it's it got a lot to do with your atmosphere, your surrounding, your neighborhood that you're in, and you know, and it it, it all starts at home. You know, um, um, having a defeated attitude, always you know pessimistic and things like that. A lot of that starts right there at home, and and, and one way to defeat that shopping Ra is that you know you have to be able to reach beyond your boundaries and uh, um, uh, uh, reach outward to be able to to be able to find um, uh, uh, new information. The way you know, way people, you know, the way people live, different different ways that people live, and and, and how they go about their daily lives. Because if you if you don't, you don't know no more than what you see and what you hear on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great example. Like. Um... <clears throat> So like, I know for me, like I grew up middle class, but even if you grow up middle class, you can still have a poverty mindset because yes. like my parents, we live in a great neighborhood, we have money. But when I first went to college, I just could not, <laughs> I could not balance tuition with a little part-time job with a car. Like I could not get it together. And um, that, that's that because you would, a lot of that people. Yeah, that's because that wasn't taught in the home shopping, right? So, but you was on your journey at that point in time and uh, finding out and, and you were seeking information. 
And I'm quite sure you ran across, you know, somebody taught you something, something new, or you stumbled across the, uh, 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 a videotape or a, uh, a book or, or, or some individual pointed you in a, in a different direction that, that, sparked that, that sparked that interest. And you say, hey, I want to know more. And, and, and it went from there. So, you know, but, you know, you got to understand, Shopping Ron, and, and, and I'm speaking to the, to the chat as well. Your parents raised you with the maximum knowledge that they had at that time. They can't tell you something that they don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, um, you know, you just, you know, you have to learn. You have to learn as you, as you live. You know? Oh, yeah. And this is a question I got for you since you're a little bit older than me. So do you think that um, black people's financial literacy has decreased um, since the black Wall Street was destroyed or has it increased? And like weigh, weigh in on that, because some people say, you know, now we're doing better. Um, you know, we have more opportunities. We have more resources now. And, but back then, it seemed like people were able to start million dollar businesses right out of slavery. So. Do you think it's getting worse now, or do you think it's getting better now? No, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's getting worse. I mean, quite sure we have more access to things than, than the people had, than our ancestors had back during that time. But they were smart enough to, to, to use, you know, what they had at that time and, and maximize on what they had at the time. And, uh, that's something that we're not doing today. Mm. Mm. It's, mm. It's, that's that's crazy because um one of the chapters in here talks about martin luther king and you know i always talk about martin luther king for that but he said martin luther king integrated the lunch table but he didn't integrate the dollar thanks so and he said if you don't understand the laws of free enterprise then you are still in slavery so so yeah like and that's kind of what I've been saying, but it's just the way that he said it. Like, you know, yeah, we can go to uh, white schools. We can go to, you know, white restaurants. We can go to white cities. We can do whatever we want. But that dollar, that almighty dollar is not is not being integrated. So do you so do you think um, like what's the solution to that? Do you think it's about um, do you think it's just about investing in black businesses or is it just about like we need to just own more resources or, you know, we need to, you know, stop spending with certain uh, like, you know, we have a lot of Asians in our community with beauty supply stores and Chinese food taking all the money out the community. So, like, what are some solutions to that problem? Because our dollar we're we are integrated into society, but our dollar is not. Well, first of all, we, you know, there's things that we need to do is try to take charge of uh of the of the communities that you're living in and, and service those communities. I mean, they're exactly what everybody else is doing. I mean, that's one way of turning it around. And um, you know, Chapman, that's a man, that's a that's a that's a strong question, man. And that is a real deep question. And um, but I would say that's one way to start right there, and that's just taking charge of the communities. But we have to understand that, look, we occupy space that other people occupy, and we must learn to not just, you know, just talk about everything being black. We must understand that we have to learn how to do business with everybody, you know. And that's my whole take on it. And not, not, be, not always being the spender, 
but also being, you know, the person that received it, you know. So 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 we're doing a lot of business with other people, but you feel like we're not um good negotiators. Well so we we do a lot of business. I just I, I just say this and I don't want to try to be so critical of our people because um you know um I can be also critical of myself and we just have to get back to business mindset and learn business and that's it and, and do business right right like that's another one of the laws of of success is that um we have to look at the free enterprise because he he used this example of like martin luther king was not a wealthy man even though he was the head of the civil rights movement he never earned more than ten thousand dollars a year um he was the youngest person to receive the nobel peace prize all right so even even though he was even now he's a legend but um he never made more than ten thousand dollars a year so that's you know people have to pay attention like you know, you can be a leader. You can be a, a, a you can have all the accolades. You can have all the titles. You can have all of that. But what's in your wallet at the end of the day? So, That's you know, I just, that was funny because I'm like Martin Luther King was like so celebrated even before he died. And he wasn't like these pastors today that's, you know, buying a bunch of cars with their PPP loan money. Like he wasn't even doing all of that. He wasn't even making no money for real. And he had a doctor degree. So, yeah, so this goes to show you like you, who do you idolize? Like, cause we all have idols, whether we realize it or not, we need, we need somebody to look up to. So we need, we need an example, right? The, the children need an example. Um, we as adults need examples. And it seems like the only examples that we have <laughs> are Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, Harry Tubman, Sojourner Truth. And those are all great people, not taken away from them. But my thing is, why can't we ever talk about the black people that were billionaires or millionaires or that owned land or that, you know, Monster Musa had billions of dollars worth of gold and destroyed entire economies he could influence economies just by him giving away gold like why don't we ever talk about any of those people why don't we talk about king tut king tut was buried with like 24 pounds of gold you know what i'm saying at 19 years old so it's like we always choose i guess we always choose you know who they tell us to choose to look well, up to well you got to understand this is world shopping right our people uh, we, we really have to change our mindset about a lot of things. I mean, we, we, you and I, we talk about this thing a lot, and we understand that the system is, is not always in our favor, but you must understand and, and try to learn the system and work the system to your benefit, you know, and some things that you can change along the way, but being in a defeated, having a defeated mind and uh, being in poverty, I mean, you're always at someone's uh, feet when you're in a situation like that. So, you know, we have to try to turn the table and try to empower ourselves and, uh, and, and, and get things to change in our favor. So, you know, but, you know, I would say start there first, you know. So, because me yeah. personally, me personally, Chakra, I don't have the problem that I see most of our people talk about. I don't have them problems, you know, I really don't. 
and I'm not trying to say that I'm better than nobody or anything like that. It's just the way that I conduct myself on a daily basis and, and, and the way I do things. So, you know, but I do realize that hey, there is situations, there is problems in this country and things of that nature. I'm not naive to that. But, you know, I'm not going to sit around and wallow in self-pity and things of that nature. You, know, you have to get up and take some action to try to improve things for yourself. Yeah, yeah, because, um, you know, like they said, uh, what you do is more important than what you think. So we can have great we can have great ideas all day. But if we're not taking any action, we're not going to change this into this. So exactly. it has to start here and then it's going to end up here. <laughs> think, so, think about this. Think about this, Shakamrod. Take for like like. Uh, January the 1st, you have a lot of people come in, they, 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 they talk about affirmations, they talk about they setting goals, I mean, for a lot of different things, like for losing weight and from whatever. But, you know, maybe after the first, after the first 15 to 30 days into the year, you know, the person don't have that, they don't have that, that energy anymore for what they started out with on January the 1st. So, right. you know, it's you know, it, it's come from this poor planning and not being focused and not taking things serious. Yeah. Right. I mean, it seems like a lot of people, you know, have a problem with focusing. Mm -hmm. um, so do you think, is there, is there um, like a technique or any, any resources that we can give people that may have a hard time focusing? Um, do they need to like exercise more? Do they need to um, change their diet? Um, do they need to meditate? Do they need to go into like, you know, um, you know, work with a like a psychotherapist, you know, work with neurolinguistic techniques? Like what are some things that can help people or maybe some things that have helped you focus more that you can like, you know, share with young people? Well, one thing is this, uh, Shopping Rod, is uh, being, a, being a person of your word. You know, when you stand on your word, whether it's good or bad, you'll be real mindful about what you let come out your mouth. And, you, and that would definitely get you focused. On, on, on the right path, you know, and um, um, again, you know, setting goals, starting with small goals, uh, achieving those small goals and, and, and slowly building momentum up for yourself and feeling good about yourself. And that will that will propel you to do things that you, you know, that you wouldn't think that you can do. So it's simple. It's not it's not it's not nothing difficult. And, um, you know, I always, you know, you and I would talk sometimes and I tell you about, about my, um, about my weight. I talk about things like that and, I, and people, people will always ask the question and I will, I will, I will answer the question. Well, about my weight, I say I always weigh in between 160, I mean, 165 and, one, and, and 170. My weights always fall between there because that's the way I think. That's the way I always think of myself as being in that weight category. But you can, you can take that and you can translate that into anything. You talk about the affirmation. You talk about visualization. You talk about NLP, Neuro Linguistic uh, Programming. And that's where it started. at. It start programming things into your mind the right way, the way, you want to, the way you want to view things and the way you want to see things. And I'm telling you, man, it works. Mm -hmm. But you can't have that defeated mindset. Yeah, man, it's it's everywhere. Like even some some people might have to turn the TV off, you know, 
stop watching the news because the news can make you feel defeated. You know what I mean? Um, so it's so many things when it comes to um, neuro-linguistic programming. I have a book called um, Light on Kundalini Yoga. And this book breaks down the 14 chakras. And it, it basically says that um, each chakra has a certain um, intelligence in it. So like, uh, for example, um, let's find one. So, so like, for example, the Herring, Herit chakra is what controls your ability to focus. So remember we was talking about, you know, some people don't, can't focus. Like they just, January 1st, they're going to lose 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then January 11th, they get in the McDonald's drive through getting a uh, quarter pounder with cheese. So that's, that's, a, that's because your Herit chakra, which that controls all the lower chakras, the Herit chakra. So uh, one of the ways to program that chakra is to use the, the mantra. The mantra is H-R-I-N-G. And it says, um, it says, meditating with this word will empower your Herit faculty, enabling you to optimize your awareness and thus the ability to discriminate, to know, to observe, to remember, and to make appropriately informed decisions. Because when you think about money, what is it? It's, it's an appropriate, informed decision. Are you going to invest in Amazon? Or are you going to invest in IBM? Okay, you got to do your research. You got to have, you got to be able to focus long enough to say, okay, nah, you know, I'm good on that. Or, okay, yeah, this looks like a good thing. So, Ong and Herring generate a force that will allow you to actually carry out your will. So a lot of people think that you have willpower, but this book says that there is no will, there is no power in your will. Your will is just your intention to do something. But in order to actually manifest your will, let's say money, it's going to take energy. It's going to take a lot of energy to generate a million dollars. I can't just say, oh, I, I intend to be a millionaire today. <laughs> it's not going to happen like that. There has to be some type of energy behind what I'm doing. And so that's where a lot of people mess up. Um, yeah, that's 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 the action. That's the action. The action, yeah. yeah. That you're talking about the thing. And that's getting up, taking action and taking action and taking action and taking action until you until you achieve the goal, you know. But but remember now, no now Shakalama, when you got when you got your goals set for yourself, you need to have a step-by-step -step plan. To, to obtain that goal, to get to that goal. What do you need to do first? What do you need to do second? Now, you, you have to do that. You have to plan it that way, you know? And I promise you, I promise you, I, and this to, this to the listening audience, you know, to achieve something that you never achieved before, you must become someone that you never became before. So you will be a different person once you start setting goals and achieving goals you know you will become someone different you can't be that same old person that you was yesterday or the day before or last week you will be totally different yeah yeah and um so like you said you know people need to learn how to set small goals like maybe weekly goals or daily goals and then try to set 
um, every six months, every three months, and then try to set yearly goals and then five, five, 10-year goals. I think some people try to, like, if you try to lose weight, that's something that is going to take a lot of time. So I think that's why, you know, that's a good example for people. Uh, don't try to say, like, look, I'm going to lose 50 pounds by next month because it's going to be, it's too much, you know, for you to just get started. You should say, like, you know, I'm just going to try to lose one pound a week. Something simple. And, you know, this is a really good point because um, the person that's mentoring me, he's he's teaching me how to start a business. And he's saying, if it takes you longer than 30 days to start your business, it's a problem because you're, you're trying to do too much. You should have something really simple, even if it's just a website. That's that's the start of your business. You, I can't tell you how many people I know that have products that that want to work for themselves, but they don't even have a website up. Or you know something simple like that. So yes. you have to start small. And and you know Dr. Umar Johnson is notorious for saying this. Where <laughs> did you start small when you bought that Mercedes? <laughs> did you start small when you bought that motherfucking Nike? Did you start small with McDonald's nigga? So <laughs> that's he's notorious for saying that. But that's the mindset that, and that we're Negro, doing. And that Negro, if he talk bad about, about black people doing, he do it. <laughs> it like, come on. So it's it's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's laughable. You know, it's laughable. But, but in, that, in, in that, when you say that, Shakam Ra, like I say, it always come back to, you know, to programming. Sometimes, you know, like I say, you can, you can just been to live your life with so many bad ideals and, 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 and just bad day-to-day uh performance to it just you that that becomes a part of you and and when you're trying to go in and refocus reprogram the mind man that takes time it's not gonna happen overnight because you have to beat back all those bad habits to to get new stuff in so it could grow mm-hmm. and it would take time it would take some time yeah yeah and it's it's like you know People, people want to just jump right into their first million, right? And it's like, I want to jump into my first million too. But like you said, I got things I got to work on. I, I got to meditate. You know, that's another thing. People don't realize the power of meditation. Um, yes. A lot of people think it's just, you know, yang, 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 ring, yang. No, no, it's not that. That's part of it. But when you're in a meditative state, that's when you can go inside of your mind and like change stuff. So yes. that's why a lot of people, they get stuck because they just wake up, get out of bed, take a shower, eat, go to work. Same thing every day. They're, they're not dreaming. You know, like I talked to somebody that said they don't dream at all. They haven't had a dream in years. And I'm like, whoa, like we're, we're supposed to be dreaming. Like, yes. You're supposed to be inspired. You know what I mean? Even if you're having bad dreams, at least you're dreaming something. Yes. You know, you should be, you should be, there should be something going on here. So it's like we, we're in a, a situation where people aren't dreaming anymore. They have no faith anymore. It's like they don't know how to meditate or, you know, because sleep is actually a form of meditation. So even when you're sleeping, you could be like playing stuff in the background. Like I remember you talking something in the background like so yes. when i sleep now i play um like wealth books and wealth affirmations and i, I can hear it while i'm sleeping so yes. i'm programming my mind while Thank i'm sleeping you. so that i have some money when i wake up 
Yes, yes, yes. See, those things work. Those things work, you know, and people, people just don't, they don't believe, they don't believe in stuff like that. They don't, they don't try to reprogram themselves. They think it's all luck. They think it's, you know, it's got to do with things like that. And I'm telling you, it really don't. It really don't. You know, you can really take charge of your life and live a, live a, live a great life, you know, once you take charge of your life and stop letting people dictate things to you. So. Yeah, but um, it starts. It starts. It starts with programming, man. I'm telling you, we, we got a lot of bad programming. You know, I, you know, I, you know. I jump on. I jump on the bandwagon uh, uh, a lot sometimes with people who got bad bad programming. And I remind them of that. Hey, man, you got some bad programming. You really need to. <laughs> you really need to get that programming right, man. You really need to, you know, reshape your mind because it's not. It's not working too well. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I can definitely speak for the young people. The young people don't got good programming right now. They just, especially the rappers and the man, it's just it's craziness going on. But but, but um, I do, but I do understand this, Shakira. Your talent, your talent feeds generations. You know, you work with your hands. You make money with your mind. But your talent alone will feed generations yet to be born. Now, but mm-hmm. you know, you must you must learn how to cultivate that that talent and and and, and maximize on it the best way you can. Oh, we all yeah. have that. We all right. have that. We all have that. We all have that unique talent that 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 the world is asking for and the world is demanding. You know, it's just it's just shifting through it and finding it. You know. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up because. There's also a book that I've been initiated into that I'm going to share with everybody. It's called The Raw Initiation System. And what it it says, um, basically, every talent that you have or every talent that you want to have, there's a certain um, neuro-linguistic programming that activates or, or makes that talent stronger. So, like, this book, it breaks down like literally um, 72 different um, neuro-linguistic programs that um, you can put into your mind and they're all like categorized. So like, um, so like we think like, okay, I, I have a athletic, a athletic personality or this person has an aggressive personality or this person has a, a nurturing personality. But what it says is that we actually have the ability to express um, seven I think seven different kinds of personalities. And every time we express a a certain personality, it comes with certain talents. So just because you may say like, oh, well, I'm not really good at business. I'm bad at money. Um, I don't like to, you know, talk proper. That's just not me. Well, that that's what this book shows you. Like you can create that personality because Mm -hmm. your talent has to go with a personality. It can't just be um, you know, one one from the other. So, so yeah, this book is really good. Like, if you want to learn how to act, they got they got words for that. Um, they have um, you know things for you know giving you protection at your job. Um, they have things for people that want to become able to invent stuff. Uh, people that want to figure out stocks and, and figure out how to master the stock market. There's stuff in here for that. Um, how to be cool under pressure 
You know what I mean? How to be enthusiastic, even when things in your life aren't going good. So yeah, man, um, what I like about this uh, book is called uh, The Raw Initiation System, Metanature Volume 6, is that he he took all the, the spiritual stuff from like ancient Egypt and he translated it into uh, a way for people to become good at what they do now. So it's not just like, you know, bow down to Heru or anything like that. This is like, no, these, these neuro-linguistic programs that you're doing are for you to create a personality. So you gotta have personality if you're gonna be a millionaire, you can't. I mean, there's some boring millionaires out there, I'm sure. But for the most part, most millionaires are, you know, really good at talking. They know how to sell themselves. They know how to market. They know how to talk to business people. Um, they, they know how to look professional. They know how to sound professional. So, yeah, I definitely notice a difference um, in our community. I feel like, you know, if you see, a, you don't really see too many black men dressed up anymore. Like you might see a couple of Muslims passing out some bean pies, but <laughs> that's it. You know, like we only dress up for church. We don't, we only dress up for religious reasons. That's the only time we dress up. We don't dress up to go have a business meeting with the black person next door. You know what I mean? So, yes. well, so that's I, I, I also want to add on that on, on that as well. Uh, uh, Ra is uh, to the listening audience. Uh, understand that there's no one set way of doing anything. It's 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 many ways that you can think of. And when you're always in negotiation, understand it's just two meetings of the minds. And when you walk away from the negotiation table, you want everybody, you want a win-win negotiation. So it's, get out of that mindset that there's some, that there's some uh, proper way or standard of doing business. Mm -hmm. get, get that out of your mind. It's, it's what the two meetings of the minds have sat down and discussed and have agreed upon and everybody walk away from the negotiation table happy. That's, 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 now that is success. That is a successful negotiation and that is business. And I understand business is, 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 the, is, is not just the intent to make a sale, but it's also to, to have repeat customers. So, right. You know, we, we have, we have, we, you know, we got a lot to learn. A lot of us got a lot to learn about, about business, everyday business shopping, Rob, because our people equate, I, what burns me up more than anything when I'm out just talking to people about business and people asking me about my business, they, oh man, you got a nice hustle going on. That that infuriates me, shock and rob, because what I do is not a hustle. You know, this is a business. I don't hustle people out of anything. And that is something, the way we communicate with ourselves and what we tell ourselves, that sometimes can be a problem for us. Mm -hmm. It can be problematic later on. This is a business, not a hustle. Hustle is one side win, other sides lose. You know, mm -hmm. we base everything on a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the mindset. Everybody just want to hustle because yes. a business is like a lot. Me just trying to get over on you real quick and you know get a couple dollars out you. Like yes. it takes a lot. It really does. Um, but you know, like like I said. Uh, you know, the, the most important thing that you can do is start with your mindset and reprogram reprogramming yourself, because a lot of us, we, we don't know how to reprogram ourselves. We know that we don't have enough money or as much money as we want. Mm 
But one of the questions that they started off in this book was, why am I not rich? So everybody needs to ask themselves that question today, every day, first thing in the morning, why am I not rich? Yes. So when I, when I asked myself that question, I said, well, I haven't invested enough. Yes. I've been, I work, I work, but I don't have any real investments. You know, I don't have any assets. No, nothing with that, nothing that's compounding. So that's why I'm not a millionaire. But if you ask yourself that question, I think you will get the answer. So you don't have to go to um, Wells Fargo Bank and go talk to a financial <laughs> um, expert. No, ask yourself that question. Why am I not rich? Because I guarantee you, you know the answer. Facts. Facts. Absolutely shocking, Ron. You hit the nail on the head with that. But see, some people, some people don't, they don't, they don't dare to dream. They don't dare to be bold out here in life, take chances, be that risk taker. And um, like I say, you, you have to get out here and take this action and, and repeated action and try things and try things. And you, you have to do it. You know? Yeah. And even like this show, we got seven people here, right? Now, if I was here, if I was here talking, talking a bunch of, you know, blah, 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 like I usually do, I would uh -huh. have 50 people in here, right? So that just shows you, like, you have to have faith in yourself first, remember, because I'm, I'm here for me first, and then I'm here yes. for people second. So even if even if it's five people in here, three people, it, 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 that's how it's going to be, because everybody's not going to make it. Like, you tell me this all the time. Everybody's yes. not going to make it. Everybody's not going to become a millionaire. Everybody's not going to own a business. And be Some people are just workers and there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with just being a worker either so i don't want anybody to think i yes. i have a problem with that yeah. but there's only a certain like this much of the like this much of the population is going to get to that million or that billion or that trillion only only this much and and that's because these people are different than everybody else something about them is different they may not have the same personality they don't they don't have the same business model they don't have the same everything but there's something different about a bill gates and a steve jobs and a jeff bezos that's that's so different from the average person that goes to work at their company so that difference is their mindset their faith and their work ethic the work ethic has to be you got to outwork everybody Thanks. so don't think you're going to get to your first billion dollars being lazy no. Sitting on the couch because it's not going to happen. Not going to happen, Chakra. Absolutely right. You know, you you know, I call you a lot of times, Chakra, when I'm out on the road or I'm out doing things. You know, you know, to the listening audience, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you know. You know, you have to work harder at your business than you do on your job. I mean, you're going to have Ooh. to really be a grind. Hey, can you say that again for the people? <laughs> you must work harder at your business. And on yourself as you would do on your present job. Mm. You know, you have to do that. You have to put that work in. You know, you have to be there when no one else is there. You know, that's the mindset that you have to have. You know? And um, I'm telling you, people not people not successful by by luck or chance. It's it's all about action, about what they're doing, and separate them from everybody else. So, oh yeah, like you know, Bill Gates. Bill Gates didn't get to where he's at by a chance. He wasn't even a good software developer. But guess mm -hmm. what? He he stole everybody else's stuff and said <laughs> that he owned it. 
So that's what he did. And even now he says he's making more money, you know, producing, you know, I, I can't say the V word because I don't yeah, want exactly. to get deleted, but you guys know what I'm talking about. He makes exactly. more money investing in that than he did making computers. So I just want everybody to understand, like, that's the mindset that he has. Even though he already had a billion richest men in the world, he was still like, well, what else can I invest in that can make me even more money than this? And he found it, and he's the biggest philanthropist that ever existed. So nonprofits, people that have these um, charity organizations, that's a that's like a huge thing for you to um, get free money pretty much and, and do what you want with it. So, you know, people just got to understand, like, look at his mindset. I'm not saying he's a good person. I don't agree with half the shit he does. No, but I can tell you that his mindset, even as a college dropout, for him to drop out of college and say, look, I'm going to start a computer company. Like, how many people would have had that kind of um, attitude, you know, and that kind of faith in themselves to say, look, I'm gonna, I'm going to quit college and I'm going to start my own company. So that that's the common thread I see with all of these billionaires, all of these millionaires. They got self confidence like a mother freaker. Like they they are so self confident in themselves from an early age, and they're relentless. Like they don't stop. So. So there's something we can learn from white millionaires, Asian millionaires. I might do a show every day on another race. <laughs> like every day we're going to do a show on um, rich people from all races. Cause I guarantee you, you're going to notice a pattern. Yes. It doesn't matter what race they are, but they have the same mindset. That's, that's absolutely, absolutely correct about this. Your defeated mindset and positive mindset. They just can't, exist in the same room. It can't, it, it can't happen. One going to overtake the other. So that's no different than you're getting into a relationship with someone. If you're, if you're up and the other person is down, a lot of times it don't work the way of you bringing the other person up to your level. It always works in reverse of the person bringing you down to their level. So you have to be, you have to be careful when, you, when you're in situations like that and when you're tying yourself up with other people, because uh, they can bring those self-defeated attitudes to into mm -hmm. your life, and and uh, for long, you know, you'll be derailed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like I know a lot of couples fight over money. Well, actually, you know, money is the biggest reason for divorce. So, like the lack of money, the lack of money, shocking. The lack, lack of, of money. money. Yeah, lack of money. So, yeah, that's a big problem. Like whether it's a relationship or business or personal money's going to come up. So <laughs> you got to have, you got to have money just constantly flowing. Like you have to like the flow of money. is just like, it can't, it can't stop because you have to eat every day. You have to live every day. You have to drive or whatever you do every day. It takes money. And then I don't even got kids. So most people got kids. They got to worry about. So mm -hmm. Your, your mindset has to always be that I'm always, you know, bringing in more money and more money and more money and, and like infinite because numbers are infinite and they go on and on and on. So, um, you know, I really I really wish uh, the school system would teach young people um, about money at an early age because it would say it would save a lot of time because by the time you're 20 or 30, 
you got kids, your credit messed up, um, you still ain't started a business, you don't got any assets, no stocks or anything. And then it's just like, you know, the, the next cycle continues, the next generation grow up, go to the schools, don't learn anything about money, go out here in the world, don't know what the hell they're doing. And then it just continues, you know. So um, if anybody wants to help the young people, you know, it's going to be the, the people that are older that that know about money. Those should be the people we should be promoting and, you know, telling everybody to go subscribe to on YouTube, not scammers and not polite, not Umar Johnson, you know, not people like that. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, that 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 starts at home shopping, Ron. We, we can't expect the system, the school system to do things like that because it's not set up for that. It's set up to produce workers out in this world. It's not set up to produce entrepreneurs. Certain schools are, certain colleges are, you know, like the, 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 the Warden School of Business. That is set up primarily for entrepreneurs. You know, that's one school. But, you know, um, these schools are not set up for that. You know, they're not designed for that. But now, you know, we talk about schools and things like that. That's something that we can design and set up and, and do things like that, you know. And teach kids things like that. Teach young people about about uh, about um, uh, economics at an early age. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a, that, that's a board that's a board that need to be filled. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's like somebody said. Um, tips for the room: Nvidia stock they split four to one in the end of July. They are a new ETF and for crypto Cardano is the next one. See, I don't even I don't even know who um NVIDIA is. Is that an oil company? Um and Cardano. So you see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. people out here telling you, like, bro, stocks are splitting four to one. You know, get this the next crypto. This is this. And remember that news lady said, Oh no, we shouldn't talk about Bitcoin because older black people aren't gonna go for that. And it's just like at a certain point, we have to. Oh, it's a chip maker. Oh, oh, okay. That's your yeah. thing, Ron. That's your thing. You know, you talked about about yeah. something about doing something dealing with chips or something. Yeah, you might have a discussion before. Yeah, we're having a chip shortage everywhere. So if you like, we can't build cars here in Detroit because we have a chip shortage. So that makes sense that the stocks put four to one. But yeah, like. Um, I think older people are a problem sometimes because sometimes it's like they're not tech savvy and it's like it's kind of counterproductive for them to be not tech savvy because <laughs> it's like you have to do everything on like with technology. Like everything is going to be digital at some point. Your bank account, money, crypto, um, everything. Like there's nothing wrong. society that's not using technology. But Shakamra, you can you can always be you can always lack something, but you know you can always have the idea. So you don't have to always wear all the caps. You know you can always bring people in to to assist you with your business. You can always do that. You know you don't have to know everything, man. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Just get it started. You know, help is on the way. You know you got people who's tech savvy. That's where that person comes through that void in your business. At you don't have to know everything. And, right. You know, we talked about the uh, about the syndrome of the analysis paralysis. You know, that's when a person tried to get so much information, so much of this, so much of that. You know, we just 
you know, he worked himself to the bone like that. He does, doesn't get anything done. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you know, that's that's what I mean. Like, we just got to focus on what we can do, not what we can't do. Yeah, and um, yeah, that stock is up eleven dollars today. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Oh, you make uh, you making money today, huh? You making money today? Yeah, because somebody just told me about a new stock, so I'm about to get some. So, yeah, they got, you know, they up $11 in one day. Come on, people. Go get you some money, man. Go get you some stocks. Go get you some bonds. Go get you some, man. Like, why we, we don't got to be broke. So that's true. That's we can true. be millionaires. We It's possible. We will be millionaires. We are already millionaires. So yes, that's the mindset we have to um, continue saying it every day. We I am a millionaire. I am a billionaire. I, I am rich. I am wealthy. And then eventually it'll go from the mind to the wallet. <laughs> so, just so yeah, it. man. Any final words, man? Hey, Sakura, just, you know, to the people out there, just say, man, just understand you, you're only an ideal away from being, uh, being a millionaire and changing your lifestyle to what you want. But understand it's not it's not as easy as you say. You have to put a step-by-step -step plan together and understand that it's hard work. All your goals that you set, these goals should make you sweat. It should make you, it should be hard for you to obtain these goals. And so you can be that person that you that you inspire to be. But because when things are so easy, when things come easy to you, you don't value it. You know, um, you know, Rob, we talk, you know, I share true stories with you all the time. And I tell you true stories about myself or, or people that I know that have gone through that. You know, I, I've been in that situation before and, uh, you know, sleeping in my car and uh, not having no place to go and uh, have to wait to these certain places open up to go and clean myself up and walking around with backpacks on my on my back and things like that and uh you know i've been through that and um, so people today ask me why do i work the way i work i never want to have that bitter taste in my mouth of ever being in poverty again like that and 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 not having money to you must go and buy yourself a hot dog you know it's mm -hmm. it's, it's it's not good man. It's, it, it wasn't it wasn't a good time in my life so but you know those things i had to push through and uh persevere and uh, figure things out you know but but i didn't have the defeated mindset of giving up you know i didn't have that mindset of giving up i knew that uh i can change things around and uh i just you know, i had to get back focused and that's right. what i had to do so right you know. yeah we all yeah we do we do man but you know what you said and i'll end with this what you said actually was one of the laws in that book and you didn't even know it you don't even know you don't even know that what you said i'm never going to be broke again that's yes. the laws in that book and you didn't even know that that was one of the laws in that book so you're living proof that those laws are real and that um you have to you have to have that mindset that you're not going to be broke again in order to stop yourself from ever being in that situation again so yes. yeah absolutely absolutely shocking man hey man i want to say Keep these great shows coming up, Shock and Raw. I'm not expecting them in the early going to be to be, you know, bouncing off the wall like this because I know 
um, you know, the sector that, you know, that you are, you know, pretty much of a part of. And sometimes you try to break loose of that. And I know how people, you know, pretty much think, but, but just mm-hmm. keep it up, keep, keep up, keep people, up, keep up the great work of giving shows like this. And, and, you know, every chance I get that I'm going to be here on the shows with you to uh, go through this and, uh, and try to share everything I got, everything that I know, you know, with the people, you know, so, yeah. and um, uh, I don't know everything they used to know. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly learning every day and uh, I learn a lot from you. And, um, you know, it's, it's like I say, it's a process, you know? So, yeah, I mean, you just get into stocks now. So we're exactly. we we doing something, right? <laughs> Absolutely, Shopping Rockers. I always thought of stocks as being, you know, one big crapshoot. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the way I used to always look at stocks as being, being like that. Well, you know, I say, well, if I want to go invest in stock, I say, I tell you what, I just go to the casino. That's what, I, that's what my mindset was. That's the way I looked at it, you know. <laughs> no, not the casino. Come on, man. Yeah, I know, oh. man. I know. I know, man. I know. So, but uh, no, I uh, shock around. I uh, you open my eyes up to that, and uh, like I told you, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy some of those stocks that you that, that we talked about, and get into those, and uh, hey, just see how things go, and maybe yeah. I can learn something new, you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, check out NVIDIA Corporation. Um, shout out to Portola45 for telling us about that. Also, GK is a new ETF, and for crypto, Cardano. So, we just got you some stock tips, we got you some wealth laws, we got you some mantras, some affirmations. We're making progress. Yes, and, uh, thank you for always coming to the show, giving us wisdom and experience when it comes to money. And I will see you in the next show. Peace out. No doubt. No doubt, Shakamar. You guys take care, man. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.